Strangers, and welcome to the March 22nd edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. I'm your host, Chiro Faenza. I want to thank everyone for your patience with the podcast this week. I had an internet outage that prevented me from uploading it sooner. This week we're presenting Holly Schaefer Raymond's excerpts from Sign and Grudge with a reading by the poet. Holly Schaefer Raymond is the author of Heaven's Wish to Destroy All Minds, 2020, Wo Eroa, and Mall is Lost, Adjunct Press, 2019 as well as work appearing in We Want It All, an anthology of radical transpoetic, The Bedfellows Little Black Book, and elsewhere. She currently lives in Philadelphia, where she is completing her dissertation. Content advisories for this poem include Body Transformation, Death and Dying, Spiders and Insects, and Violence in Combat. And now, the poem. Excerpts from Sign and Grudge by Holly Schaefer Raymond 4-21-1955 To have seen the visitors do flips and come gentle on to the ground approach with hands raised get struck down. It walked upright, upright and upright, then when shot ran on all fours propulsed by the arms. They approached the house from always the darkest corner. 9-10-1954 Found facing the diving suits, found breathing broad soldiers, I was intrigued by a dark mass on the railroad tracks. Later on, when he regained control of his body, 11-19-1954. It comes again our diving bell unto the home, the chief of police touching the lip, the cleft jaw, the melted septum. The official body working and liaison with the air police belongs to the Ministry of National Defense. The very name of the ministry excludes the idea of any communication. The following objects com- came to light. Brown skull caps in the mines, object in the vicinity of the house, calcined stones, what we would have once called fairy rings, burnt places recurring and recurring, paralyzed in the face of the luminous suit. 7-1-1965 Alone in his field, he thought, He thought it in his field. He thought it may be a kind of prototype, egg-shaped. We will be exchanging information vocally via a species of gargle, red noise for a blue message, how we measure tones so unfamiliar. You know us by our ringing, sweet like a bell, like the bird that thatches the sun with its crossing all craft of it, all its art revealed in the minuteness of its supple passing. It is in grace we come, or it is in grace, alone in his field, he thought he was going to die. 7-28-1966 Fold the stems down in the field flat, a dead reed, a ring reed green in color. 10-12-1999 I would prefer to lie there dreaming about things being fine. I would like that silence come in the guise of two pressed thumbs to place that sleep to thinner juice here in the bed of an empty blue truck wearing first clean black shoes of a boy and listening to Art Bell and eating American cheese wrapped around a Slim Jim and believing under the eyelids a substance greener, this unsatisfying body maneuvered to pieces by things without names or without shape so crisp as all that, as imagining biting through the spines of mall paperbacks and throwing the moon from the roof of the moon in confusion. And I would prefer half-knowing enormous eyes a pine cone suspended in the middle air, or blood, all over the teeth and gums, uncertain about the whole interval, that metal chip. I mean, don't you think 
here or there, or here like tin pressing at the chin and jaw and throat to find it, the measly smell of genes or radiation poison akin, I attempt to persuade you, to the Tunguska event, or the outlaw of pass, or one or several mothmen alit from bare trees, all this stuff beyond the thing, periphery of smoke, in somebody else's wheat fields, hair falling out, bones growing dense, and long, ultimately just some piece of shit lying there for hours, as if magnified or dead before rising and puking and going back inside to drink milk, and lunar maladies, and black salt beneath the fingernails. Unfortuitous objects of some kind or another, unspecifically, nectar, pollen, adult men, their ugly caps, and their slow cocoons in autumn. 9.30, He felt a drowsiness and wondered where he was going. And this has been the March 22nd edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. We hope you like what you heard. You can leave us a comment on the podcast page. And while you're there, check out the rest of this week's issue. We have a new short fiction roundup column by Maria Haskins, an article on the humane heart of science fiction by Judith Tarr, and the first of this week's reviews. And lastly, as a reminder, Strange Horizons is an all-volunteer organization. We depend on the support of our listeners. So when you have a moment, check out the donate link at the top of the page. And until next week, stay safe and stay strange.